Hello, hello. You there? Yep. Oh, dude, younger than I thought. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty young. How old are you? Like 15, 16? Yep. Damn. All right, I'm going to do what I always do to start on a minute, so it's easier to edit for me, which I'm probably not even going to edit tonight. Okay. Um, so here's what I'm going to talk to you. Here's what we're going to talk about is we're not going to talk about the USA game. I'm too nervous to talk about that, bro. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> the only reason I'm not going to talk about it is because me and News, Green 96 News, just did a podcast episode on it. I got you. So, and that one's going to go out tonight. Okay. All right, and I'm going to do the intro. All right, hey there, guys. It is Kyle here from Football Takeover Podcast. Today, I have a special guest who we're going to be focusing more on the European side of football. And I have Zach here, who is a New York Red Bull and Arsenal fan. What's up, everyone? So you are an Arsenal fan, if I am correct. Yes, I am. <laughs> How long have you been an Arsenal fan? I think about 2016. All right, so about the right time. Yeah. Where no one can call you a bandwagon, all right. Yeah, I mean, I joined, like, the year we got second, but I knew nothing about the club, like, when I when I started supporting them, so. I probably joined in about 2017, 2018. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't the end of the world. I mean, it kind of was, but you know what I mean. All right, so I'm going to get you – what do you think of Arsenal's progression throughout the last year? Oh, I think that um, Arteta's has done a good job. Obviously, most people thought he'd be sacked by now. We'd be – we were – we started off the year in 20th. We were really down the dumps, but – some key players came back, and all of a sudden, everything just clicked. And it looks like we're really making progress, and hopefully we'll qualify for the Champions League. Yeah, I was saying it to myself before the season started. We're in no European competitions. It's Champions League or bust. Yeah. I At mean, the end of the day. Among a lot of people, the expectation was probably just get back into Europe. But... Yeah. To be fair, we invested a lot of money, and not that many people saw what Arteta saw in the players that we signed, but it's worked out well, and now the expectation has shifted to getting Champions League, and that's what people expect from us this season now. Yeah, I think if they do not get Champions League, it is Arteta might be on the ropes. I think I think they trust him, because our team right now is probably a world-class striker away from being able yes. to be a competitive Champions League team again. And if we get Champions League now, this season, then we can push on from that. And if we don't, we can sign a striker and we can try and qualify next season. I, if, we, if we make Europe, would you be happy with Conference League? Let's say. No, I think I want, I want Europa League at the minimum. Conference League I, would just be a failure because at this point in time, we are in a very good situation so that Europa League is probably the minimum. Yeah, and you also look at who else is in that type, is in that race. 
um, all but one of the other teams is still in a European competition. Yeah. I'm not um, even counting Spurs in that. Tottenham got knocked out of the Conference League and every other cup competition. Same with United. West Ham is, what, they're only in the Carabao Cup now, aren't they? No, they're or not the Europa, in the Europa. Europa League. Sorry. They, they beat Sevilla. Yeah. And um, I think they have a chance of winning that. So they obviously they're going to try. They're going to try and win the Europa League because that's probably their best route to the Champions League at this point because their Premier League form has been kind of shaky. Yeah, I mean that's what I can see them focused in all on is like Europa League's their clear route to success for the year. And then you got Tottenham United who um, have been really shaky in the Prem, but the Prem's their only means of getting to the Champions League now that United's knocked out of the Champions League. So it's it's going to be really interesting. Obviously, we have a couple of crunch games against United and Tottenham and one against Chelsea. So that's going to be a really key point in the season. Yeah, if we win those, we should be able to qualify easily, easily. Yeah. I forget. I saw the like, thing of what we needed to qualify. I cannot remember off the top of my head, but I think – Probably, like, was it at least 70 points? You'd probably get it. It was 70. I know it was 70, but I think it was – there's 10 games left. I think we needed to win six out of the 10. Which, given our form, is doable. Even if we lose the three games against – the three must-wins, we're still in a good position. That's still – we can still win seven of those games and still be able to get top four. And that game in hand is always just going to help us because we know what we need to do. Yeah, and I think I and a lot of other Arsenal fans are kind of the same philosophy of points on the board is much better than having a game in hand. Because I think that game in hand is Chelsea. So Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. It's never going to be easy. Or is it Tottenham? No, it's, um, it's, it's, I think it's Chelsea will be, and then we'll be level on games. But we do still have to reschedule that game against Tottenham as well. That's what I thought. I'm like, I'm pretty sure we have to make up one against Tottenham. We do. That That's another game in hand. And I think a couple other teams have games in hand as well. I'm pretty sure when we play that game against Chelsea, we'll be level on games played with United. Yes, yeah, so, and we'll be back caught up with the Premier and all that. A win against Chelsea would be huge because then, then United on that same day play Liverpool. So they'll probably lose. And then that at that point we play United. Yeah, at that point we play United. That that coming Saturday, right after it was, it's a midweek game against Chelsea, and then a game on Saturday, early kickoff against Chelsea. So, I mean, against oh, United, wow. and if if we beat Chelsea, then the team's confidence is going to be at an all time high. We're going to that United game really confident. We can probably get a result. It's at home. The Emirates will be rocking. So, I mean. We're in pole position, but it's Arsenal, and I can never get too certain. <laughs> it's ours to lose, is what they say. The it's only thing stopping us is game. us. That's yes, what I've which said. Is, which is what scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Because I've seen Arsenal last five years, and they don't have a – no offense to Lacazette, but they do not have a consistent goal scorer right now as a number nine. Yeah, 
I think it's a lot of creativity and not much goal scoring, but luckily we're able to create so much that we're able to we're able to get so many chances in a game that a couple of them are bound to get scored. So Yeah. And we have I'm ninety nine percent sure we have the youngest team in, in the Prem. Yeah. I mean like most of our games this season we filled with the youngest team of the weekend. That just shows you. And you look at our you look yeah. at our transfer targets in the summer and it's it's more young players. We're just, you know, injecting youth into the side. And I think to have Lacazette maybe sign him on like a one year deal, don't give him two just to have him around because the guy is he he's not terrible. At times he's really good. It's just he's not really a striker. Just have him on a one year deal, then let him go. Because he, he would be a great, like, a Roberto Firmino type player as a false nine. Yeah. He plays that role really well. I mean, yeah. what was it, like, nine assists in ten games? He had the most assists out of any player since Christmas. So. I mean, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, he'd be getting assists left, right, and center. Yeah. He's a, he's a really good player. I mean, I don't see him, like, being a starter especially next season, but for now he'll have to do, and he's certainly I mean, not a terrible option. He's yeah, not our I was, worst option either. I've always been thinking, what if you put Gabby or Emil up top? I, I mean, it's it's not idea. it's not a bad idea, right? Even even Pepe can can play there, but yeah, I think sure. yeah, Martinelli's probably the best shout for going up top, and you can obviously put Smith Rowe have a front four: Smith Rowe, Martinelli, Odegaard, and Saka. It's a possibility. Martinelli has really bulked up and probably knows how to play that role now. And if we need it, if maybe Lacazette gets injured, and obviously we don't think Nketiah could no. play that role, um, Martinelli is certainly not a terrible option up top. He'd be a strong option. Yeah. He's, like, he's thing, a clinical finisher. Yeah, which is what I love about him. And he's also so young. That he's so good. He he, already right when he when he joined from from Ichuano, Brazil's fourth tier, he um, nobody thought anything of it right because he was a small skinny kid from Brazil who Still nobody is. knew anything about. And now, like a couple of years later, you look back on it and just think it was a masterstroke. Like how did how did we find him? Five million euros or whatever. Yeah. What if like our scouting team has done so good? Wait, wait. I don't I don't know who it's down to. It might be down to Arteta, or it might be a mixture of him and the scouts. And Edu might even have a factor. But whoever finds these players has done a really good job. I mean, who thought Ramsdale was going to be this good? Who thought Ben oh White gosh. was going to be this good? When Aaron Ramsdale first came in, I will admit I was like, why did we just spend thirty five million dollars? Or yeah, it's my bad. We, we everybody's thought was we just spent thirty five million on a backup keeper. Why didn't we just keep Emmy Martinez? But he's coming and he's been better than Emmy Martinez, and he's displaced Burn Leno. Who, to be fair to him, he was good against. He was good against uh, whoever Villa, and um, I think the fact that we have Ramsdale and obviously Leno is leaving at the end of the season, but we brought in Matt Turner, who 
obviously we we both know a lot about we know he's like solid shot happy stopper. about that one <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think i would say Americans i'm happy are. about it because he's not going to start there yeah i mean the fact our two starting keepers are both backups but they're backup for big six teams and running off two of the best goalkeepers and managers in the prep. Yeah. And Stefan's learned from Ederson, I think, in distribution probably. And you it shows. I'm sure Turner will probably learn distribution from Ramsdale as well. The one uh, thing that I, I wonder if Greg Burhofter is gonna realize is if he would start playing out of the back with Turner in that. Because that's how Arsenal mm-hmm. and Turner are going to play, and Stefan's going to play. Turner's going to have to get used to that, and he's got he's, he's he will get used to that because he's a good goalie, and he's, I mean, he's come this far. Obviously, he's been able to develop his game so much, and he's going to develop his game even more at Arsenal. I'm really excited about that. He's not the only American at Arsenal either. We got Austin Trusty, obviously, I, I can... him as well. I'm and, just disappointed um, in the club that they have not announced either of those yet. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come, though. I mean, the Revs announced it, so we know that's coming. Um, and the Rapids did very much <laughs> announce it. Yeah. That was all But then hurt. they're not the only two Americans either. Zach Swanson's in the academy. He's uh, U21. Okay. How do you know all of this? <laughs> um, I just follow a lot of USMNT Twitter accounts. He's a he's a U twenty one England American dual nat, and then obviously we got Ballard oh Florian well. Balogun, yep. Who yeah, I don't know that middle looking... still needs time to adjust, and I think it wouldn't hurt to give him another loan move because he's played like ten senior games, and he's got a lot to learn right now. He could be great, but I'd almost say loan him down another division, loan him down to EFL League one or two. Uh no, I, I don't think so. It's good. It's good for him to to get experience at a higher level because then it'll make him stronger when he comes to Arsenal. And we'll see how he does because he's got a couple assists for Middlesbrough this season. And I've I've really followed his loan that much. Uh, I've been busy on the crew account and then writing the podcast. So yeah, um, yeah, he got a couple assists. Obviously, I remember watching the Tottenham game and he just. He, he I mean, like, him. there was not much from that, from his appearance. And obviously, it'll sound funny when I say this, but that nutmeg on Romero, when he just, he skinned him. He, he burnt that him. That was the best thing any Arsenal player, any Arsenal fan has ever seen in, like, five years. <laughs> I think Balogun has a really good skill set. And, um, yeah. He just needs to adjust a little bit more to the senior game and maybe cut out some unnecessary skills. Yeah, which is part of any young player, really. At this day and age, I, it, you see it with Mbappe and Holland. That, or not Holland, but like Mbappe, they do all these skills and then it goes to nothing. Yeah, I mean, that goal Mbappe scored against Real Madrid, which was offside, where he did like a – well, he was like – he like faked doing a quick turn or something. So he's so good, and he's usually those types of skills for incredible players like Mbappe just work out because they're so quick. But if you're a young player who's trying to make it in England, it's not gonna it's not gonna work all the time. England's much more physical. Yeah, and players have come out and said that. Yep. 
I mean, if you just look at how Obama hangs flourishing in, in Spain, and I know this is a talking point amongst Arsenal fans, if it was a mistake of letting him go, I, I really don't think because, first of all, I think it was it was actually like one of those rare deals where it's a win for all parties. And um, I think Aubameyang has found a new home in Barcelona. Barcelona have found a new striker. And Arsenal have moved on. And Arsenal will have the ability to move on. And I think every club has won in that deal. And I for me, Aubameyang was the first person I ever got on a jersey. So it kind of hurt me there. I, for me, it was Alexis Sanchez. Pretty sure he left like a year after I got that jersey. I got a yellow away jersey with Alexis Sanchez on the back. Oh, those the banana jersey? No. Yes, that one. I think it was like a bright yellow. Bright yellow. I got the the red home jersey of his first year at Arsenal. I'm pretty sure Sanchez was my was the only time I ever got an away jersey. I have an Aubameyang jersey. I've got a Lacazette jersey. I got a Mkhitaryan one and a Saka one, I believe. I am thinking about getting a Martinelli one right now. But uh, inflation kind of. The thing is, I've stopped getting Arsenal jerseys because we started doing well when I stopped buying Arsenal jerseys. So I'm kind of like, do I want to buy an Arsenal jersey again? Kind of stopped. I mean, the only one I'd buy right now is the third third kit. Third kit's nice. Very nice. I wish we wore it more. The away kit is a the cool third. design, but yeah. I think the color scheme is a little bit interesting like like a it's, mango color yeah i don't it's not my favorite but i like the what they did with the logo i just think a different color yeah i saw a leaked kit like of the color scheme next season um for the away kit not not i know the, you might have seen the home kit which i think is also really nice um the away kit apparently is going to be like black and gold which if it is i dude that kid is going to be so sick just to see us play, and I'm really, really hopeful that, just, that we do get Champions League. To me, that just reminds me of LAFC. <laughs> I'll try not to think about that one. You Now you see it, don't you? I do, yeah. I don't, I'm I, so sorry. <laughs> I don't want us to be like LAFC unless we sign. Uh, I mean, like, it's a nice little tribute to Carlos Bello. Like, I'm sorry we let go of you. Um but Russ, I'm sorry. <laughs> what is Marcelo Flores is going to be the next Carlos Bella Mexican oh Arsenal's academy? You know what? He can go on and do great things. I believe in him. I hope if he does declare for Canada, not Mexico. That's my word of advice. Anywhere but Mexico. <laughs> Don't declare for Mexico. You can go declare for Ethiopia. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's interesting that he's eligible for Canada. I mean. Honestly, we know he's going to declare for Mexico. I mean, like, it's obvious. Hey, they have a good player on their hands if he fulfills his potential. Sadly. It's also sad, though, that one of their most exciting prospects is still playing academy in the academy, and our exciting prospects are... They also have Alvarez from Ajax. Edson Alvarez, the uh, CDM. Who has been, I hate to say it, but he's been... One of Ajax's best players this season. Yeah, and he's probably Mexico's best player at the moment, like in terms of how they're doing in Europe. Him and Corona have done well. Um, I know Jesus Corona kind of like. That's not his name anymore. I forget what his name is, though. I, I think it's still Jesus Corona. He just goes by Tecatito. Um, Tecatito, that's what it is. 
he's um yeah he was he was not doing that great at Porto, but it seems like going to Sevilla helped him out. And I know United fans have been or some United fans have been saying Martial's been doing well. If you look into it, it's not been no. doing that well. Like he's been doing better because he's playing. When he does play, it's just like average ratings of six. I mean, like you don't like to go up average ratings, but it just doesn't look like he's doing like amazing. They're saying he's had this whole renaissance. He's got like two goals in all competitions. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that he like he used to be so good, but then he's... what sitting on the bench does to you? Yeah, Donny Van de Beek is having a similar problem. Rest in peace, that man's career. He just got ruined. He just I don't know if it was like an attitude thing because even when even when um when Carrick and Ragnick came in, he still didn't get played. So I don't know, maybe it's a thing of his his attitude and training isn't that good. Or, and I know if they get Ten Hog, maybe he can help out Van de Beek, but then I, I mean like see that happening. What they did at Ajax was good, but I mean we've seen it with other players, or we see it maybe more so with managers say with like Jose Mourinho coming to Roma. People thought Chris Smalling and Mkhitaryan would just be sold like immediately, or when he went to United, they thought Juan Mata would be sold immediately, and neither of those neither of those things happened. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just so unpredictable, and it's 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 cruel what can happen, but I don't. Not it's not like one hundred percent certain that he's gonna be revived by Ten Hag. Yeah, which is sad. Like he was such a promising for player. a guy that was a Ballon d'Or nominee. What like three years ago? He's fallen off so hard, and it's an even bigger fall off than Davi Klaassen, who had a similar career path. Right? He was like I forgot about him for a second. <laughs> very hyped out. Very hyped up. I act midfielder. Goes to Everton, obviously Van de Beek stopped at United first. Um, goes to Everton, goes to a big, gets a big money Premier League move, and just it just flops. And then, obviously, Klaassen went to Werder Bremen, and then back to Ajax. So, I mean, we'll see if Van de Beek goes to has a similar career path. Maybe he'll go to a team like uh, like Leverkusen or something. I was gonna say I can kind of see him going to Schalke at the end of the season. Schalke. I mean, if they I mean, they're not even in the Bundesliga anymore, so that would be really bad for him. If um, they get promoted, my bad. Yes, if they get promoted, or if Bremen gets promoted, even um, maybe I, he'll go there. I always forget they get. I always forgot they got relegated last year. Yeah, um, but they're doing good, so I think they might go back up. I, I haven't checked Bundesliga too in a long time. I I don't check it, but I know a Werder Bremen fan, so I see him no, talking about them. I good. don't know anyone. I stopped caring about about like mainly Bundesliga once Hoppe left and yeah, but there's still a lot of players in Bundesliga. I mean, Bayo's starting. Even when they lost four 0 to Mainz, Bayo had like a seven point six. But I was watching the game, and he was out of position a lot. So I I don't really know how good he was, but I know he was out of position a fair bit. So he I mean that's something that he has to cut out of his game. Yeah, which going back to this is like you look at Stefan and or not Stefan Turner, my bad. <laughs> Moving to Arsenal, there's gonna be a lot of things he's gonna cut out of this game within the first month. I can guarantee. It. Yeah, Arteta Arteta has is like in, incredible at just improving players. 
and especially team. young players. I don't know how he's done so good. At, like, you look at Arsenal scout. How they found Odegaard? Like, I know they found Odegaard. Yes. Well, I don't. How I don't know manage? if they if they really found Odegaard. Like, how they manage? Everybody knew him? Odegaard was a good player. It was just a matter of him being able to find his feet somewhere, and we gave him the lucky club. He had a what was it? He didn't do good for like the first. I don't want to say few games, but he didn't do as good as, as we thought for like the first game or two. Which is no, he had to adjust, and he's done it. He did it the like, proper way. He's he looks so so elegant on the ball, and I don't really know if Jaka has a long term. Um, like situation here if he's gonna he's stay here for the long term but um him and party this season when they have been able to play together it it hasn't happened too often because obviously injuries at suspensions they like to get red cards um but when they play together especially behind odegaard it's really good and i can try to think of who arsenal if they got rid of Xhaka. Like I know we have Bakonga, but who would we replace Shaka with? It's a because we ha- it's it's a tough situation in the midfield market because we're not going to get Shua many. He's going to go to probably like Real Madrid or a, a bigger team than us, like a Liverpool or a United or a Chelsea. Um, Rice, way too expensive. One hundred fifty mil. That's what I'm hearing. Like, and we don't need him. He's I don't want to say he's too good for us, but. He's too overrated for us. It's like Grealish. Like we just we just don't need we just don't need we didn't need like we didn't need Grealish. We don't need we don't need um Rice and we didn't need but Madison. We like, both know if that man was uh let's just say uh Donnie from Ghana, he wouldn't cost anywhere near hundred million. He would cost probably seventy eight max. If this guy yeah, if he was not English, this guy would yeah, maximum seventy mil. He'd probably go for like fifty. English tax is incredible. Ben White, and he's homegrown. Probably twenty mil. Ramsdale probably would have gone for like ten. But they're they're English, so heavily heavily overpriced. But obviously those two deals were worth it. And I'm sure whoever we get, I trust Arteta because look at who we brought in. I look don't at, think look he's at, ever made a bad signing for Arsenal. The bad signings we've made under his tenure, I don't think were were his was was his. I can't even think of one that we made that was like didn't like work work out. William did not work out. Saliba, that was Saliba's gonna work. I mean, I I have full. Oh, William! Oh, my bad. You said William. My bad. William, yes, Saliba will 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 work out. I think. I mean, the fact that I know a lot of people who don't like Arteta have used this kind of Saliba situation to. Um, to, to yeah, to is use it as an excuse to hate on Arteta, but at the end of the day, you've got to trust Arteta with that type of decision, right? Because Saliba came here what he was in his teens, really highly he rated. With, center he came back. in here with Emery. Yeah, really highly rated center back. Emery loans him back to Saint Etienne immediately. He gets some experience, which, which was perfect idea. That was good. That was a good idea. Then last year, obviously, he went to Nice. Was good again, and he, now. He's getting older. Now that he's a mature center back, he's ready. He's ready to just – he's ready. We're ready We're ready to have Gabriel. We're ready to have Sal. We're ready to have White. Those three center backs, <clears throat> with Holding obviously coming in, playing the 5-3-2. I, yeah, um, I feel like Holding's going to be like – how old is Holding? 28, I think? 
He might be younger. He's a he's a young son. He's a he's, he's young? a youngish son of that. I swear he's been playing forever. I'm sorry. Well, he just he just he he, he I mean, great job on the hair transplant, by the way. But um, yeah, it looked. You see, Baldwin looks like he was thirty. He fixed he fixed his hair. Um, yeah, I think you might be on like twenty eight or maybe at least like twenty six, something like that. I can go check real quick. I mean, I didn't want to say he's not. All right, hold on. I just saw him. 20, 26. Yeah, I was. I knew it. I knew it. Like Holding still has something in him, and I think when when we sub him on, it's like the other team just knows it's over. It's like you can go to the five two three. You, you're done. Okay, you're you're not you're not you're not you're not you're not getting a goal. Okay, Rob Holding parked the bus. Mikel Arteta terrorist tactics, or they're they're gonna they're gonna just suffocate. Did you just said terrorist? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh my! You want to plug your Instagram right now? Um, yeah. Uh, I'll plug my Red Bulls account. RBNYC. <laughs> of course you will. Of course. You will. Hey, I'm not gonna plug my personal, bro. I wonder. I'll just tag it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can follow me at RBNY Season if you want to follow my personal. He'll he'll tag me down. He'll tag me in the uh, in the, the caption. Podcast. I think in the podcast. Yeah. Which we are still mentioning that giveaway. I forgot I mentioned this earlier today. Uh, mention the giveaway. The giveaway will end the next time the Columbus Crew wins, and their next game is. Hold on, give me a second, guys. Uh, I kind of forget. It's like um, April. It's like April second or something. It's like against. That. It's it's against Nashville without Lucas. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm sorry, but I I don't think you're gonna win. I I, <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to damper your expectations here. But can you enter the giveaway? Thank you. I'm no, I'm pretty sure you did. All uh, right, I um, the way, yeah. I did. We're gonna actually speaking of the Columbus Crew. I think you know what I'm about to say. We're gonna talk about this terrible game that we both witnessed. I didn't witness much of it, and I'm happy. <laughs> oh my god. I I just want to speak on that game, right? I watched the last five, six minutes or ten minutes. So did you witness both of the goals? I saw their I saw you guys' goal, and it's just like this is the beautiful game. Like, of the, it's only fair <laughs> that it ended in a draw. Seeing how I don't want to say bad each team was, no, how bad each team was at finishing chances. I'm gonna say you guys were so much better than us, right? Because. Zarda's missed cool. the easiest chance I will I have ever seen. And I'm just not sure why he didn't go with his left in that situation. Why why oh, the hell are you shooting head. that with the outside of your right foot? You could use any body part besides the outside of your foot and it's going in. Yeah. Or we lose that game if Zardas knows how to shoot the ball. But or we got if... so lucky. I can't believe Tom Barlow got credit credited for that goal, by the way. Credit to him, obviously. Love Tom Barlow. Uh Hate him and love him. Obviously, you got love hate relationship. Like, he's just such a like. Hate him. Everybody person. loves him and hates him because he's so mad. But you know we love him because he's so bad. He he's better than Kamala. He he, he is better than Kamala. He's he yeah. I mean, if you saw, I don't know. You probably haven't. Um, he, I was at the game and he tried a bicycle kick against Minnesota. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm more important. I'm more important. I'm more important. What's, what you is, want to hear the lineups? 
the lineups. Oh yeah, tell tell me, tell me, please. All right, guys. So this is gonna go after the USA game. Um, I recorded one that's gonna go up, hopefully before if I can edit down in time with Caleb. But here's the lineups: Zach Steffen in goal. Okay. We both like that. Yeah. DeAndre Yedlin. I knew that was coming. Cannon's out. Kyle Walker Zimmerman. Yep. Tyler Adams with the armband. Okay. Where the. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Anti Robertson. Okay, that's fine, yeah. Or no, Anti Robertson, my bad. Anthony. Ant- Anthony. Jedi. Jedi. Oh my God. Jedi. Jedi Robinson. I love that name. <laughs> Eunice Musa. That's good. Ricardo Pepe. Pepe. Okay. My. Probably better right now. Christian. Okay, yep. Miles Robinson. Honestly, I think Long's been better, but Zimmerman and Robinson have never lost a game. They have six. Long didn't get caught up, did he? He did, yeah. Oh. Well, and then Tim Weah. I expected a wait, 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 where, 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 where is, where, where, where is Giovanni Reina? Where, where is he? Where is he? Oh, where is? Oh, I forgot Kellen Acosta. Okay, uh, you know what the thing is, right? With Acosta, LDLT is better, but, but, in these types of games, he's not terrible, right? Because he's 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 a better midfielder than all the other MLS guys, like Roldan and Legette and all the other stupid. Midfielders who somehow get called in sometimes. Um, <laughs> no, I just I so I look at the first comment. Pulisic and Wade tonight. Scotty Pippen next to Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Rain is not starting, bro. Why, why is that, not starting? that is that is a like and a retweet. I don't care. Scotty Pippen next to Michael Jordan. Bro. <laughs> Oh my god, that's gonna live in my head right through forever. Bro, why is why isn't Geo Geo starting, bro? I I mean, I, go, I guess we don't want to rush him. No, he got he was playing for Dortmund. Yeah, he played one game and was good. Got an assist. I know would he'll be take, a super sub right off the bench. We got it, Geo. Would you take Geo at Arsenal? Um, yes. Even though I, now I wouldn't because I think it wouldn't be good for him because he wouldn't get enough playing time. So I'd rather he just stay in Dortmund for his own sake. I would love him at Arsenal because he's American, but he wouldn't get enough playing time here. So no, I wouldn't take him. See, everyone's mad about Reyna, and then I'm mad that Pep that Pepe started. Yeah, I don't like that. He's not good right now. He's out of form. He's out of form. We're yes. be, we're much better off, right? Starting Jesus Ferreira. That's just such a better option. No, here's my chance. Jordan Pifak. Also much better off with him. He's scoring for fun. Um, he has twenty six and forty in the Swiss league. But 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 he's scoring for fun nonetheless. He's scoring against everything. He scored against Man United. Jesse Lingard wanted to pass him the ball, so he just decided hey, he was going to score. Uh, you'll know who this is at Justin in the, in our uh, group chat. Justin, I think I, yeah, I know who he is. Um, I'll just add him for you. Um, in the MLS fans group chat, is he in it? I think I yeah, I, I think I know who you're talking about. 
Oh, he's not in it anymore. Oh. I think what? I know who you're talking about. Who's the admin of this group chat? Hold on. My group chat's wild, bro. I muted it. <laughs> Is there a Red Bulls group chat? Yes. So I'm that group chat's even more wild. You don't even want to know the things. You don't want another crew group chat too. <laughs> I've seen a couple of the things that have been said in there, bro. Oh, there's us there. Oh, North Macedonia, go, 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 go. Turkey, Turkey, Macedonia. Oh, I don't care for sure. Bro, that yeah, North Macedonia. I was watching that, bro. Oh my god. I cannot believe Italy choked that, bro. I was in the middle of training. Okay. I want to talk to you about one thing and then I'll end the podcast. Right. Back high, the, the one image I sent you yesterday, I think it was. The image you sent me? Oh, wait, what was that? Hold on. Let me check. Back high Osaka. Back high Osaka. Oh, deserve... was, it the, was, it, was it the You Deserve Better Arsenal fans one? Is that it? Yes. Dude, the turnaround, right? Like, he was like, okay, you deserve better Arsenal fans. And he just decided, yes, we do deserve better. This is not an empty statement. We just fucking went from there. It's not... Up and downhill. It's been uphill since then, bro. I, there's not enough words that I can describe to describe this man. Like, I'm so disappointed that he got COVID. He got. Did you see he got COVID? Yeah, it just hurt that he got COVID. He's in the form Dude, of his him, life. Martinelli, and Smith Rowe all got sick. They have the generational talent disease. It's spreading. Hey, Odegaard's gonna I get in the international. Hey, during the international break, they can get it. That's good. They can get rest. I mean, Martinelli. Odegaard. Is Odegaard isn't even playing. No, Odegaard not. didn't get called up for anything. Well, I think he might have gotten like they might have friendlies. I'm not sure. They might have really done like. Them. Oh no! I think Gabriel got called up, but he pulled out because his wife had a kid. Um, respect, respect to that. Ramsdale pulled out because of the hip injury. Uh, Saka pulled out because of COVID. Martinelli, Martinelli, I know, is still in. Yeah, he just recovered, I think. Um, Smith Rowe obviously recovered as well. I'm surprised he didn't get caught up for the England squad. Smith Rowe did get called up. Kyle. Um, Smith Rowe got called up. Well, no, that's awesome. Smith Rowe, Saka, White, and Ramsdale got called up. Oh, were originally called up, and then. Yeah. Most of them changed. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, so thank you guys for listening to this. This should be going out either on Tuesday or Saturday. I don't know. You guys will find out. I don't. Um, I would thank Zach for his time. This is a little bit later than what we both would normally do. So thank you for not talking about the USA game with me and focusing more on the West. Yes, no problem. All right. So this has been the Football Team podcast. Have a great night, y'all.